This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hey, hey guys. Oh, sorry I'm late, but I'm sorry. I'm just so excited to do this episode. I mean, a whole episode about me, Jaden? That's great. Um, Jaden, I think you might have gotten confused when we were talking earlier. We're, we're, the episode's on Jaden Core. Yeah, right, Jaden Paris, the, the guy who's doing the podcast with you right now. Oh, God. No, you don't get it. Jaden Core from the video game Star Wars Jedi yeah, Academy. Jayden, yeah, Jaden Paris, who plays a lot of video games and loves Star Wars. Right. So don't worry. I've got an entire thing written down here. And don't worry. I didn't skip on the details of my childhood. It gets pretty juicy around age six. That's when I learned Jeremy wasn't my friend, but just a guy trying to have my juice box every single day. Thank you so much for that, Jaden. Absolutely. And uh, welcome to Lore Party, the podcast that explores the stories, characters, and universes of our favorite video games. I'm your co-host, Connor, uh, joined by the irreplaceable, is a kind word for it, uh, Jaden Burris. Aww. <laughs> and of course, uh, Lawrence Kelly, how are you guys doing tonight? I thought you would introduce me as uh, everyone's favorite dark side sympathizer, but that's oh, okay. We'll get into that. Here we go again. Here we go again. <laughs> Before recording, Lawrence was explaining to us why the Jedi were useless and how they suck so bad, and it got heated, so still kind of raw about that. <laughs> the worst part is he's not exactly wrong. Yeah, that's, that's what I hate about it. But anyway, that's, a, that's beside the point. What we're here to talk about is uh, someone we all know and love. Jaden Core, not Paris. You keep, Jayden, you keep talking about me, guys. I'm right here. <laughs> Jaden Core, of course, the uh, the protagonist of Star Wars Jedi Knight, Jedi Academy. Jedi Academy, of course, being part of the iconic Jedi Knight franchise that gave us such badass characters like, like Kyle Katarn. Jaden Core, though, I think we're interested in talking about him because of his unique tra- travels and his experiences in the Force and in the Star Wars universe. He had a very unique uh, Jedi journey, I think it's fair to say. I describe him as the the grizzled detective of the Star Wars world a little bit. Uh, not so much in his earlier iterations, but definitely towards the end in the when he when he crossed over into the books. He he just got real hard boiled private eye type stuff going on. And in the games, when he was introduced, I I mean he had he went everywhere. His travels were were the stuff of legend. He went to uh, he went to Hoth, he went to Bespin, he went to Nar Shaddai, <laughs> just all kinds of places going just hopping from planet to planet all over the galaxy fighting dark siders, uncovering mysterious conspiracies and just saving the galaxy and uh, being a part of the legendary Luke Skywalker's reformed uh, Jedi uh, order. So and he was kind of a badass. Oh, absolutely. I mean, he uh took down a dark force user before even joining the the academy. Yeah, even before he stepped into the halls of the Jedi Praxium on Yavin 4, he, he 
chopped a dude in half with this with a lightsaber that we need to make we need to make clear here. He built himself with like no supervision whatsoever. This guy's a guy's a legend. When he was fourteen years old. Which is wow. uh a little old for the Jedi. Okay. That's a good that's true. <laughs> As we know, the the old Jedi Council generally preferred to recruit younglings, but Luke Skywalker, when he was running the show, he just kind of said, eh, nah, screw that noise. I, I make my own rules. Or that's, I think what he really said was that's more of a suggestion <laughs> than a rule. The, so we, I should, I think we should clarify though, um, the game series that we are talking about is from the old canon, also known as the Legends canon. So if you're coming here just after watching The Rise of Skywalker, you're probably very confused about what we're talking about. What we're talking about is the older version of the canon. And in the old version of the canon, um, Luke didn't really, he didn't really know the rules of the old Jedi Order. I mean, he kind of got some things from Luke, from uh, Yoda when Yoda was like, he is too old to begin the training, but he didn't really take it seriously. He basically thought like, this is a new order. I'm getting rid of the other stuff. Or in some cases, he doesn't even know about the old stuff because the Emperor was so had so much fun with burning all the old information on the Jedi Order. So he was like, I just got to make it up as I go along. I was old when I learned, so older people are allowed in my in my order. Yeah, he he was very much starting from scratch, and uh, I think on some level trying not to repeat the mistakes of the old Jedi order, but at the same time, like you said, improvising a lot too. So that's where a lot of uh, the improvements came from because he was just coming from a place of I'm kind of making it up as I go. Anyway, let's let's talk more about Jaden Core and just how cool he is and just kind of get get inside his head. Like we've established, he was already pretty much a young adult when he came into the Jedi Order and kind of received formal training. So before that, he had this raw potential that was starting to manifest. And I think there are some old legend Star Wars legends stories about how he built his first lightsaber by himself. There was uh, you know, his force powers were manifesting themselves. He found his way to the Jedi Order and just became one of the fastest growing and most talented students that uh, Kyle Katarn and Luke Skywalker had in the uh, in the Praxium. I remember that he began he began to tell the story at the beginning of the, uh, you know, Jedi Academy to um, what's his friend? Is it Raj? OK, Raj Penin. He like told him that he like found himself on the planet. Uh, so I think it was like it almost felt like. Um, his like natural affinity to the force brought him to where he needed to be to actually build his lightsaber, which is like a testament to his strength. But I don't know the story of how he uh, actually built that saber. When he was growing up, he actually grew up on the planet Coruscant and he was working for, um, for a local hut. You know, he one day woke up, he uh, wandered into his uncle's workshop and was like, I just need to build this thing. I don't really understand. And he he just started putting it together, and all of a sudden he constructed a fully working purple lightsaber, which, uh, like the the purple lightsaber blade is actually extremely rare in the Jedi Order. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, aside from knowing George Lucas as a close personal friend, your character usually didn't get one. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah, in the mainstream kind of official canon, purple lightsabers are extra. Like, they're so rare; it's kind of like. It's unspoken, but it's implied that, yeah, Mace Windu had the only one in existence, basically. But even in the extended canon and the legends, it's, they were still very rare. Not many people had them. But yeah, that's something else really cool and unique about Jaden Core, how he had that 
that that experience of the force speaking to him directly and just sort of just guiding his actions and he just happened to be the right place right time um i should mention we 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 say he because canonically jaden core is a human male but in the game itself in jedi academy you had the option to make him uh a keldor male a rodian male or a human female or a twi'lek female or a zabrak female yes so Pretty uh, pretty uh, wide range of options there. Pretty cool. Yeah, I went I went with the Rodian through every single playthrough. <laughs> you wanted to be uh, Greedo with a lightsaber. <laughs> you Greedo oh, Jedi. Han <laughs> <laughs> Solo's never getting the drop on me. But yeah, I want to get a little bit further into the things that Jaden kind of did and experienced in the context of Jedi Academy. Now, any Star Wars game kind of has you know a plot line about you know, some sort of threat arising and the Jedi have to meet it. Jaden's trial by fire, so to speak, was something called the Disciples of Ragnos incident. There was a, um, help me out here, Jade. I'm trying to remember what her name was. There was a dark Jedi. Tavion. That's right, Tavion. Thank you, Lawrence. There was a dark Jedi named Tavion who was obsessed with resurrecting a, a long dead ancient Sith Lord named Marco Ragnos. And to accomplish this, she formed a cult of Four sensitive dark siders to follow her. They became the disciples of Ragnos. Well, they were actually uh, regular people. She used uh, Marco Ragnos's uh, scepter to drain siphon force energy and then empower her followers. That's true. That's correct. Yes, thank you. So it was yeah. So she just like kind of got people to follow her, gave them force abilities, gave them red lightsabers, and sent them to run buck wild across the galaxy, basically, and. The people who had to clean up this mess were the you know Luke Skywalker's Jedi, Kyle Katarn, Jaden Core, his buddies, and um, that was a kind of planet hopping adventure that took him on an epic journey. Uh, Which, fun. for the context of the canon, it's actually you know it's it, it obviously it's a video game, so there's not as many bad guys. You know, they're all there's a bunch of generic bad guys, but at this time, the Jedi Order was not that large. It might have been a maybe a hundred knights. Like Maybe, it was yeah, not a tops. large organization. So this was a real threat for Luke and his order. Absolutely. And for the galaxy at large. Yeah. And yeah. And, it, and I was going to say, like, they were taking on these missions kind of almost like a like a bounty hunter guild, really. Yeah. It was almost like they were they were mercenaries in some ways. It was like, hey, we got a request to clean up this, you know, this gang or this t- crime ring or there, there are these Tuscan Raiders that are causing trouble. It was kind of going to hot spots around the galaxy and putting out they, fires. Jaden would get to the, uh, to the temple and they'd go, all right, uh, Jaden, we're going to send you on a mission to kill Soldor, the Impaler. Uh, will this teach me how to be a Jedi? <laughs> sure, kid, what the fuck, why not? What will it teach me how to do? <laughs> It'll teach you how to heal from stab wounds. I don't know. Get, get, get back when you bring the head. After I kill my hundredth dark Jedi, can I finally be a Jedi Knight? Like, no, you'll still be a Padawan, but we'll think about it. <laughs> no, but we'll advance you into our rewards club member. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, oh, but no, shit. like the scale of tasks that he and the other, you know, accolades, Padawans, whatever, had to kind of put themselves through. It, again, it's a video game. So, yeah, there's kind of a you know, you against the cronies sort of aspect of it. But when you, when you take a step back and look at that as a story, as a star Wars story, it's kind of like, geez, man, that's he's, he's a kid. Calm down. I mean, the guy, I mean, Jaden fought uh, Boba freaking Fett at some point, you know? And it's like, 
I mean, well, Luke walked away from that one just fine, so I guess that's not that big a deal. But <laughs> any any final thoughts on what makes Jaden Kaur such an awesome badass? I I just think his his connection to the Force, because I think like he had a strong connection to uh, and a natural affinity for both sides of the Force. At least in the game, he was able to pick up both sides of Which, the Force. There have been some theories as to why that was possible. Um, the the force tends to he's a badass th- that's why yes Damn that it. is true don't explain it with your science <laughs> i'm gonna make it horrible for lawrence but more interesting for everyone else who cares about the light side um the the force naturally imbues everyone and it, it can appear more powerful than others um but the interesting thing about uh about Jaden core is that he was born he born and raised on coruscant which as we all know has kind of been a beacon for the dark side <laughs> A little bit. A lot. And so there's a theory that, and Palpatine was always known for doing this. He would settle down on a, on a planet and the dark side itself would just kind of creep into everyone's, everyone's faculties and everyone's world. He kind of liked to poison the planets that he was on and had control of. He'd put something and in so, the water. Exactly. So, so, Metaphorically. So he was literally raised in an evil environment. And also the fact that he was living on a giant city planet, you know, everybody's very rude there. And they never let you get in the cab ahead of you. All that bad stuff. I don't I don't know. I've never been to a big so city. He's basically know. living in Pittsburgh. <laughs> he lived in space, New York. <laughs> no, no. He, he lived, lived in, in the space Bronx. <laughs> he lived in space, Gary, Indiana. Or <laughs> <laughs> and so oh that so basically the the environment that he was in, it kind of molded him into this into this. Uh, I would even say like like just just perfect middle ground where he could have flipped to the dark side or to the light. It was really up to his choices. And that's reflected in the game and some of the uh, sort of story choices you can make, sort of the progression you can choose. Uh, it's interesting that in Jedi Academy, your character can kind of branch out into multiple uh, force powers. And that includes abilities that are generally considered dark side powers like force lightning. But part of Early on in the game, Kyle Katarn tells Jaden Kaur, it's not about the power itself. No ability is inherently good or evil. It's how you use it. And I think that's actually a weird kind of digression from what, we, what we're used to seeing in the movies. I, I guess the movies are a little bit more uh, black and white. Like if you have a red lightsaber, you're evil. If you use force lightning, you're evil. But in Jedi Academy, maybe because Kyle Katarn has a more nuanced outlook on what good and evil means he might say something like hey you know it's not about what you can do it's about how you know what you use your abilities for so i always thought that was an interesting sort of counterpoint to the uh the uh, the old canon the it really comes down to um the philosophy that luke's order was founded upon um the old order defined everything as black and white either you are a dark side user or you're a light side user whereas luke skywalker his order is literally born from the fact that no creature is beyond redemption. I mean, Luke Skywalker literally stood on the bridge of the Death Star with his father, who was a dark side user, and who turned back to the light at the last second. Mm -hmm. So Luke's order is very much a more nuanced approach to the light side of the Force, where he says, no matter what you've done, no matter who you are, there is a chance for you to be good. You can use the, the abilities you have for good. If you stray off the path, you are never truly lost. You can come home. Okay, we're going to take a quick break here, but stick around. We'll be right back. Hey there, my name's Leo. 
I'm a producer here at Lore Party, and I wanted to take a minute to tell you about my Last of Us series. Humanity survived, but the world is changed forever. The cordyceps brain infection has spread across the globe. Nevertheless, life goes on. Joel, with his troubled past, and Ellie, one of the only hopes for humanity's future, are forced to make difficult decisions. Dodging cannibal cults and militant revolutionaries, clickers and bloaters, on the wildest road trip of the 2030s. Tune into our Last of Us episodes, where my co-host Lawrence and I discuss the ultimate moral questions the game posits, the characters who bring the world to life, whether we meet them or not, and of course, Jimmy Cooper. Hop on over to our Lore Party feed and search for The Last of Us. Well, that's enough for me. Back to your show. We've we've gotten into a bit of the parallels that we can see between uh, Jaden Core and the game that he was introduced to us uh, with and kind of tying that to the established canon of the movies and kind of finding parallels between them. I'd like to lean into that a little bit more. Um, when we when we look at Jaden Core as a character, I think we see some of the classic Star Wars DNA within that within that character is a lonely kid kind of realizing the power inside themselves and then embracing that embracing that destiny and that potential and rising to meet a very serious challenge. I mean, we see that with Luke, we see that with Ray, we saw that with Anakin in some ways. It's there is a bit of a through line there. But as we've established, Jaden went in kind of new directions and interesting directions, and he was a part of a setting in Star Wars that was very different from the movies, like we've established with the the with with Luke Skywalker's new take on a Jedi Order. Um, I want to I want to look into some of the other parallels we can find. Lawrence, I'm going to let you go first since you're more of a sequel lover, uh, and then I'll then I'll <laughs> be back to shoot you down and uh, destroy everything that you build. Much oh. like Kylo Ren did to the First Order and oh. also the Jedi Order. Oh my God! Okay, so yeah, I mean, I think there there are some uh, some parallels that can be drawn between him and and Kylo Ren, between Jaden, the good Jaden, and uh, Kylo Ren. There, of course, there are a lot of differences. Like Ben Solo doesn't have, um, I mean, he has his parents, but we see like in some of the newer comics and in the movies. He's got this this uh, struggle with him, the struggle inside of him with like the between the dark and the light side. Like he's he's an exceptional Jedi or, you know, force user. He's got a lot of potential, um, but he's always battling with himself about uh, how to use his abilities or, or what's right or what's wrong or, you know, where his allegiance lies. And we kind of see that that same thing with. uh with Jaden in the games, he has moments where, you know, he gets really angry about something and his like motions like are it's visibly consuming him. So the start of the game, you have um, you're running an obstacle course with uh, Rosh and to be funny and to slow you down, Rosh lets loose one of Luke's training bots and, um, you know, you it's a real inconvenience and you beat the bot, but you lose the race and uh, you're like kind of seething at the end. And then Kyle Katarn has to calm you down and tells you about like, you know, it's okay to be angry, but if you give in to those emotions, you'll fight with the dark side. Where in Ben Solo's side, he's just um, his loneliness kind of leads to anger, which is 
which makes him more powerful. They're able to kind of like keep it at bay at first, but eventually it gets to a point where, you know, if you've seen the movies, you kind of know what happens with that. Right. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, I think that really ties back into what we've discussed with Kyle Katarn's kind of nuanced and grounded and really pragmatic look at the force and emotional stability. I think some of the dogma of the old Jedi order was very much, you could almost see it as encouraging suppression, like just, just, just numb your feelings, just ignore them or be in peace with them. Uh, But Kyle Katarn kind of comes at it a little bit more realistically. He's like, Hey, you know, you're going to be angry sometimes. Like I get that. Like, like we've established, he's been there before he's been down that dark road. So he kind of has that credibility to, to go, Hey, just, if you give into it, you won't like what happens, but you can sort of um, process what's going on and choose the, you know, make the right decision. And that's right. what being a Jedi is all about. Exactly. And, and like, it's funny because we were talking about, you know, we had that kind of small discussion beforehand about uh, this version of Luke Skywalker and Luke Skywalker, you know, having that experience with his own father and mm-hmm. like bring bring that over into his uh, Jedi Order, where you know, contrasting that with the movies, we see that like that was kind of the opposite, and and like that old way of uh, old way of working, it had the pretty much opposite effect on you know Luke Skywalker's apprentice in the movie, as opposed to Luke Skywalker's apprentice in this game. Right. Luke, Luke Skywalker's uh, approach in the in the new movies is basically, God, all that old stuff didn't work. I'm going to do the exact same thing. Oh, no, it didn't work. <laughs> and oh, then, of course, going to say kill him while he sleeps. But, you know, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's, we could do a whole podcast on why that's stupid. But hey, <laughs> we don't have the time and I don't have the I don't have the ambient to calm myself down afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, that leads for him. That leads him to kind of have that that breakdown where he realizes, Oh, I, I made the same mistakes that the old Jedi masters made. I'm going to go, I'm going to go fuck off to a random planet and just die of old age. It's kind of like a self-fulfilling prophecy. He, he just kind of convinces himself that the old, the old Jedi order had, you know, flaws. And then he just kind of repeats those flaws. And then he's like, Oh, they were flawed. I, I, they need to die out. It's a, it's a weird thought process, but I think that goes to show you how well Jedi Academy sort of handled that entire uh, that entire concept. I think it's it's definitely a lot better because uh, Luke in the in the old canon, he actually loses several students to the dark side, and it's some of them are even in his own family, like in the movies. But this time, it and like in the movies, it was also his you know his nephew. But in the books and the movies and the games, he never once goes, "Oh well." I screwed up once, therefore I'm the worst. All time to go hide on a planet. Now he he actually goes and tells them like again, no one is beyond redemption. I screwed up, but I'm human. I'm not God. I'm a Jedi. I'm supposed to see the best in everyone and try to help everyone that I can, including my fallen Padawans. I failed them, but I'm not going to abandon them. And you know the the funny thing is is uh, Jaden Core actually goes into his own self imposed exile because he's afraid of his own affinity for the dark side. This was, I believe in, uh, books, but he, um, yeah, he has like, he's afraid of his, his own struggles with the dark side and how proficient he is in the force. And 
like several other events that happen, some in uh, Jedi Knights Academy that, you know, make him question his his position. Like, like, I think that like Jaden's self-imposed exile um, because of his affinity to the dark side probably wouldn't have happened if Kyle Katarn hadn't mentored him in the way that he did, because he was like, you know, I understand what I can do. I think he's fully capable or fully aware of like how powerful he is. Mm -hmm. Whereas like, um, like if you are looking at some of the, like the rise of like Kylo Ren comics that have come out, Kylo Ren didn't start to be fully ca- or like fully understand about how powerful he was until like after the incident with Luke, like he was confronted by some of the remaining students and he tried to like beg and plead his, his way out of it. And then he, uh, eventually got angry and used the force to push them all back and think he had. So like you have a guy who's like not self-aware and is just kind of like loafing around the galaxy being overpowered (laughs) (laughs) because he didn't get like, don't you mean star killer? Kind of. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, pretty much everyone who gets that old shitty style of training where they're like, yeah, probably don't get mad. Like, (laughs) yep, just don't do it. We would prefer you not to get angry. That's that's, that's our guidance. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get angry personally, so you shouldn't either. <laughs> <laughs> that's it's so funny. It's like you like a pat like a youngling comes to a Jedi master like I'm I'm not feeling that great. I feel confused and I feel some con- some conflict in me and I'm a little upset about some about some things, you know, just in general. The master's like I've never had that problem. I must be something wrong with you. <laughs> it's never happened to me before. <laughs> just like, Crazy kids. What the hell are they even talking about now? What are they? Yeah. What, what language are they? Speaking? I don't even know anymore. <laughs> right, with your, your rap music and your anger. What, what is this shit? <laughs> your rap music. <laughs> they didn't have this when I was a Padawan. Your space rap. <laughs> Damn cantina music. <laughs> I think that is all I had to talk about regarding Jaden core and his unique place in the star Wars universe. But do you guys have any final thoughts before we wrap up? My final thought would be this um, Jedi Knight, Jedi Academy and Jedi, you know, all those games, they basically, at least to me, show the most realistic version of a future where Luke Skywalker is a Jedi master and builds a Jedi temple. And I think Jaden core is the best example of, the new Jedi in this new order. You know, it shows that they're not perfect and that his and Luke's students are not going to be perfect. And his teachers are certainly not perfect, but he works with them and he works to find ways to help them to grow in their understanding of the force and to become the Jedi that they are all meant to be all while countering the dark side, wherever it may appear. And I think that really is the beauty of this game is that it it feels like a realistic story that could happen in the Star Wars universe. You know, it's it's just a beautiful way to continue the story that George Lucas wrote down. Right. Right. Well, that about wraps it up. We hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, please take a second to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. It really helps us grow the show. And be sure to connect with us on Instagram and Twitter at lore underscore party. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next time.